0: Welcome to the Navigating Dental Insurance Podcast, where we don't take from insurance companies. Here are your hosts,
1: Mr. Jordan Comstock and Mr. Ben Tuine. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Navigating Dental Insurance Podcast, uh, the Say No to PPO series. I am your host today, without Ben, sadly, uh, Jordan Comstock, and today I have an exciting guest. Her name is Kira Dent, and uh, it's not dental, it's Dent. And, and that wasn't done on purpose, right? You, you just married into that name, right?
0: No, no. I actually just scoped people looking for a dental last name. I mean, it was pretty, pretty clever. I'm, I'm just kidding, Jordan. No, I
1: happened. scoped people for a dental last name? Yeah, that's, that's what I should have done, but I, I don't change my name. So um, Ooh, I guess true, I could do true, that. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Jordan stock is what I'll call myself. <laughs> but uh, Kira is the um, owner and founder of Dental Placement Pros and also Kira's Dental Consulting. She's also a partner in Zen Dental Supplies and consults in 40 client offices nationwide recruits for over 60 dental offices nationwide and I'm guessing that's recruiting new new employees for those offices correct?
0: Correct, Yep. associates, front office, back office you name it we recruit for them.
1: Awesome. She also owns uh, dental offices, how many? A couple
0: currently, right now, yeah, I'm a couple. Mark Costas and I are partners. I was partnered in with um, another dentist in Colorado a year ago, so just kind of, you know, whomever we'll partner in with. with, Yeah, that's great,
1: dentists. Yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark is is awesome, and that's yeah, that's something that we haven't talked about yet. You do a lot with Mark. Uh, You help a lot of his uh, mastermind clients. Um, At least when I was there a couple weeks ago, you were like. You're, like, helping everybody, it seemed like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do yeah. a decent amount of travel, and Mark's clients are amazing. That's where a lot of my clients, that's how, you know, we're nationwide. So, Mark Costas has definitely been a huge, huge role and, you know, supporter and helped me to get to where I am. So, likewise. shout out to Mark.
1: Yeah, likewise. he's He's been fantastic for us here. Um, and, yeah, I love that guy. He's so cool. Uh, so you've also been featured on a ton of other podcasts. So Dentalpreneur, of course, with Mark. Um, The Thriving Dentist with Gary. Uh, start your dental practice with Jonathan with Jonathan Jonathan Van Horn. Shared practices with Richard Lowe and the Growing Dentist with I don't know how to say his name. Naren? Is it Naren? I feel great about that, yeah. That <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so sweet. We're <laughs> good. Yeah, See? awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then when Kara's not working, she loves to travel the world. In two, uh, 2017 alone, she has visited 43 U.S. states and will visit all 50. Very cool. Uh, Year to date, she has visited six additional countries. What countries? By, I didn't talk about that with you. What countries yeah, have you visited?
0: Well, we just traveled to, um, we went to Mexico. That was fun, just a little quick vacay. But then we were just recently in Sweden, Denmark, Germany. Um, mm-hmm. France and then we also went to Canada so those are my six and then we're headed to Tonga and we'll be over there for two weeks doing a service mission so Obviously, cool. traveling is my jam. So oh, yeah, it's a good thing I'm like a traveling it. consultant,
1: right? Yeah, it sounds like it. I don't. I don't know how you do what you do, because traveling. I, I. get sick when I fly on the planes, and I, and then I'm in a bad mood, and then to go <laughs> to go and talk to people after that, um, it's uh, takes a lot. So so that's pretty awesome that you're able to do that. And that's why I do these podcasts, right? Because uh, I don't have to travel. I'm sitting here in my office, on my couch.
0: <laughs> nice. So <laughs> so, so yeah. jealous at the yeah. moment. So jealous, but I'm glad.
1: Yeah, so Kira, thanks for coming on our show. Uh, we're going to have an awesome episode today. Um, very excited to have you and talk about, we're going to talk a little bit about membership programs and then other topics that Kira has her strengths in, like uh, placing great employees for practices and things like that. But let's start, how did you end up owning two, you, you, you went early before we uh, talked, we started recording, you told me that you went from dental assistant to practice owner. Right?
0: Yeah, I did. Tell kind I of tell us did.
1: tell us the little story there how you went from that.
0: <laughs> and I'm not even a dentist. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, so, you're not a dentist. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. I just that's why I had the last name of Dent and then I just write on Dennis Coattails. So, <laughs> thanks everybody, right? Helping yeah, yeah. me out all around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, when I was in high school, I decided to become a dental assistant and I, it was just a ton of fun. And I always had a dream of owning a dental practice, but I was like, honestly, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, fast forward my career, I was a dental assistant, front office, office manager, and then I ended up working with Midwestern University in Arizona. and. I worked for that college for three years, and it was just a ton of fun. I learned a lot there, and there, it was one of those like, oh hey, maybe I could become a hygienist and own a dental practice. So it was always turning in the back of my mind, and you know, there was a student that, her and I had become really good friends through school, and we'd always joke that we'd open a practice together, nice. and she definitely lured me in and said, hey, you know, Kira, I can't pay you what you're worth, but I will exchange equity for you, so you know, I want you to partner and be a, be a part owner, In my practices in colorado if you want to join in and so that was how i got into being practice owner and it was awesome it was a ton of fun you know we grew a bunch of practices we uh, now it's been two years two and a half years and there's six practices that have been purchased within that company wow Um. yeah so massive growth i learned a ton and honestly the membership i'm going to do a huge shout out we'll talk more about it but the membership program was one of the biggest ways that i grew those companies so um, and then now I, I, I sold my partnership out of that one, and now Mark Crossus and I are partnered together. So that's Very why cool. that was kind of my journey. So really, make good friends that are dentists, and practice ownership comes along. So it's yeah. been
1: it's been a fun road. No, that's such a cool story. Um, everyone in my family is in dentistry, but nobody's a dentist. So um, it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I know how that you guys goes. Really yeah.
0: should be dental stock. Like, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: It, like everyone, my brother. My so my, I'm a twin um and he's he managed the the dental lab, and that 's kind of how I started and then my dad, my grandpa w- is in the dental lab my mom's an office manager, my wife used to be a dental assistant, and then all of her sisters are hygienists <laughs> so,
0: very cool you so, guys have that whole do any of yeah. them need jobs you
1: know, I'm just <laughs> <cheating>. <laughs> um yeah I'll, I'll yeah, maybe we can talk after because they uh, one of them may be looking but um oh, yeah, yeah so so i'll I'll connect you guys up so. Um, No, that's super awesome. Very cool that you own practices and then you're a dental consultant. I always like Talking to dental consultants that own practices um, Because you just get a very in-depth view kind of what of what should be happening in a dental practice on the business side because um, I, I mean, I've talked to many dental dental consultants that don't own dental offices, and obviously their advice is is great, but it yours is just going to be a little bit better, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> so, well, I appreciate that, yeah. but truly, I, I mean, being a dental assistant in a front an office and an office manager, I had one perspective, and the day that I became an owner, my whole perspective changed. I mean, it is one of those things that, like, yeah. yes, as an office manager, I was trying to hit production goals different things and trying to run it effectively, and I was really good at what I did, but then when you flip that mindset, and it's oh, yeah. like, whoa, you see it from the back-end business side, everything just, there's so many things change that I don't think I ever would have experienced had I not been an owner, and it's fun, you know, you get to learn all sides of it, and I think that's how yeah. I can really consult my doctors well, because I get I get a lot of the world, um, so it's fun, it's, yeah. it's, it is good, it's a really good knowledge base to have.
1: Very cool, very cool. So yeah, let's talk about growth and how you grew your, your prac your your practices with uh with a membership program. This is obviously fascinates me because I am pro membership programs. <laughs> so <Absolutely>. so, so <laughs> good
0: thing we're chatting. Yeah,
1: see good thing we're chatting. So let's yeah, let's hear your story here. What what was your plan yeah. like? What um ha, ha, was it a was it a yearly or monthly plan? Tell us all the details there. If you're okay. Totally.
0: Yes, of course. So, when we were in Colorado, um, like I said, if she graduated from school, I jumped in, neither of us had owned a practice before, so it was like baptism by fire. We did yep. not know what we were doing.
1: I know how that goes. Um,
0: it, was, it was a broken practice, we call it a sleeping practice, so just broken tooth dentistry. We had a ton of patients that had really not been treated for years. Um, it was just an older doctor retiring, that tends to happen. Those are the prime practices to buy. And as we were doing it, you know, we were learning how to credential for insurance. Like there were so many things that I thought I knew that I like did not know that I had to learn really quick. Yeah. So within our first two months, we had purchased a practice, we had doubled our production wow. um, and we had built a new building and had to move our entire patient base to, a, it, it was a mile away to a new location within our first two months. And as we were doing that, um, I started – obviously, we were in massive growth mode at that point, trying to just think of different ways that we can attract business, different things we can do. And it's funny because I came up with the idea of the membership plan, Mm -hmm. and then I realized, like, a hundred other people had this idea, but I really (laughs) just like this. I thought a stroke of genius and – I actually totally like cheated and i used somebody's name that i didn't even know was a name out there on the market and i just named our plans the same name as somebody else and i was like oh gosh so um <laughs> and in colorado the laws are totally just liberal so you can do whatever the heck you want so
1: nice. um and so that that's time, what i like <laughs>
0: right <laughs> yeah <laughs> being brand new to the whole practice management i didn't even realize that like membership plans could be considered insurance plans like literally we didn't know a lot <laughs> yep. of the things right like all those things you just you come with a good idea and you pray nobody sues the socks off of you so we <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so we started this membership plan and i what i did is i charged 250 um we're in denver so right. i felt like that was a good price point yep. i wanted it to be a little less than what a comprehensive exam, FMX, and cleaning would be. So, uh-huh. Because obviously that's an easy sell to the patients, and it's a benefit to them. Because I started realizing that I knew insurance. I think insurance is just a joke. I tell patients it's a coupon. It really
1: doesn't a coo- even... A coupon with a cap. <laughs> oh, you can, you can come and get this, but we can only pay for this much. <laughs> exactly. So you get a
0: $1,000 coupon per year, yeah, yeah. and you get a few little discounts. But that's literally all it is. So I, that's how I treat my plan, and I really do... Because I want because patients have this mindset that insurance covers everything. Yep.
1: They and do. so
0: we worked so hard on education in our practice, and that's when I came up with the membership plan because I started realizing like these these insurance plans are just ridiculous, and I want to do something different because in this practice, my friend and I, we were doing huge treatment plans. Like I'm yeah, talking nice. thirty forty thousand dollar plans because we were doing yeah. implants, we were doing, um, and people are like, oh, you guys are crazy right out of school, but. Let's just do a disclaimer she had been an Edda in Colorado for 14 years before dental school so when she went to dental school it was pretty much a mini residency <laughs> so we did crazy cool mm-hmm. stuff um, and and that was when I was like you know what if I have everybody likes to get a deal so if I have this membership Absolutely, plan yeah. I have this membership plan I probably can get better case acceptance so we launched it and it was 250 they got two cleanings and at first I did two exams two x-rays and then 20% off of all treatment. I literally just pulled it out of thin air. I didn't even do any math to figure out if it was a good deal or not. It just felt like a good deal. Yeah. And so, um, later I revamped it. We changed the fee, went up to 300. I, I I didn't say
1: 300 is perfect. That's that's what I see across the board here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we upped it to 300. I did not ever do a family plan. Um, some people do, some people don't. I just felt like, we're giving them so many discounts that i didn't see a benefit also you, denver denver's totally you know come and go lots of lots of up and coming single people so i didn't yeah. see as much of a need for a family plan mm-hmm.
1: my so thoughts ahead, my thoughts on a family plan is uh, i mean i guess it really de- it really depends on the demographics you're targeting but i i wouldn't do i would just do a, a per individual plan if i were running my own membership program but that's me just cause i like simplicity <laughs>
0: I do too. That, that was my biggest thing. So I go into a lot of offices now consulting. Uh-huh. And I feel like their membership plans are very convoluted and confusing. Yes. Yes. And what I've found is the more simple I can do my plan, it's better for my team who's presenting treatment plans and it's better for the patient. Like literally, my plan was pay us $300, your exam and x-rays, because I changed it, exam uh-huh. and x-rays were included for the whole year. It doesn't matter. I mean, I figured if someone was a habitual abuser and getting a PA once a month, well, cool, we get to see them once a month. But... I I didn't nickel and dime them on exams or x-rays, I just did all exams and x-rays were covered for the year, and then I did two regular cleanings. If they were an SRP, I just did 20% off of the SRP. So I didn't get convoluted of, well, discount this amount, because it was too confusing. So I literally just did 20% across the board. Cool. That's what we did. I also didn't do a monthly fee on my initial membership plan. I just did 300 that day. You got the discount starting that day. So um, and I also...
1: Did you make it a yearly plan where it would auto renew? That's what I'm big on.
0: Yes. So uh, that would have been really smart. And at the beginning, (laughs) I did not do the auto renew. And what I did was in Dentrix, because I had to figure out how to do this, right? I'm brand new. I have no clue what I'm doing. So what I did is...
1: duct taping it together. (laughs) That's what I call it.
0: (laughs) Um, We did... What we did is we just had a pop-up in Dentrix. So I would do it for a year starting that day. So it would pop up saying that they had the membership plan. Uh And then at the end of their year, it would go away. So that was how we did it. Obviously, with your program, it's so much nicer. It's convenient because memberships are brilliant. Subscriptions, people like to yeah. stay on them, and it's the auto renew, um, unless I've, they tell us to stop, which is brilliant. Kira, I've been
1: play, paying for a gym. I've got two. I pay for two gyms, membership monthly, right? Yep. I've been paying for a gym for nine years and I don't even go to it anymore.
0: <laughs> so, so that was my other yeah. business idea, which yeah. maybe one day I'll do. I was going to have a rush brush club where uh-huh. it was kind of like the Dollar Shave and yeah, you send yeah. you a new toothbrush every so often.
1: <laughs> um, oh, that's cool. I was, looking, yeah. I was
0: looking for a membership idea because memberships are brilliant. People forget about them. I purposely want people to forget. So I think your idea, not that we're trying to like be Scam sleazy with people, people but, yeah. it, but it, it's one of those things that, you know, it also, like, however you do it, I just think membership programs are such a benefit to the patient that I think that they are paramount for patients to have. I would oh, yeah. I had so many patients in my practice, so, like, massive shout-outs for you, which I'm not trying to be, like, rah-rah, <laughs> boom cloud, but I really do. <laughs> no, thank I really you. am so passionate about membership programs because, like, I had patients who dropped their dental insurance and came over to our membership plan because it was such a better program, and they saw the benefits that they were receiving from the membership plan. Yeah. So now, like moving forward in my life, um, and it was funny because, sorry, I'll backtrack a little. You good? But when I like, started running my numbers, there were so many patients on this plan that I created that I was like, "Holy cow, this is what it is." I made and I made it so simple, and I made a little flyer on Vistaprint, and I had it on the checkout. So every single patient, like my girls, were amazing at whipping out the. The QDP, like, sorry QDP. Um, I did <laughs> not know it was there. <laughs> they, we do not use that anymore. Um, oh, but, like, did, they oh just, did
1: they? Did they come after you or something? No,
0: they didn't. I just was like, oh shoot, change the name, change the name. Once I found out that oh. we were cheating, because um, <laughs> I came up with that name, so I
1: was like, oh that's shoot, <laughs> aw- that's so awesome, yeah. hilarious,
0: right? Yep. So and I, I had talked to QDP since then, so don't worry, everybody I <laughs> I did confess that I. <laughs> um, But so what we did is they had their little flyers and they would pull them out and we had them in all of our new patient packets because also patients that have insurance, they have friends who don't have insurance. So I stuck those flyers literally everywhere. We would, and that was how I did internal marketing. I used that constantly whenever there were big treatment plans. We'd pull in our membership thing and I would, a lot of offices tell me that they like things to look neat. I'm all about the slash and show them the discount right on their treatment plan because it feels better. And so, yeah, it does. So, that was my, like, I, I truly believe we t- had our practice, and in nine months, we went from 500000 to $2.4 million, Wow! and truly, oh, I works. credit, yeah, massive growth. I credit a lot to the dentist I worked with. She's fantastic, but also, we created a way through the membership program for patients to accept. Everybody wants a discount, and so, having that, and the 20%, I mean, when we're talking a $40,000 case, 20% is a ton. That is yeah. a lot to write off, but...
1: Well, the good we thing about the case. <laughs> yeah, so the good thing about a lot of the services in dentistry is they have high profit margins. So it's uh, in most cases, if they if they know their numbers, they 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 should be able to discount you know 20 percent and be okay, uh, just right. fine. You know. So no, that that is awesome. How many? Um, so you went from did you say five hundred thousand to yep. two point four?
0: Correct in nine months. So in we bought our second practice. It was crazy. We didn't yeah. sleep. <laughs>
1: that, yeah that that is so cool um that yeah that's such a great story and um quick question so with your membership program, did you use it as an a, external marketing tool as well to to um attract new patients
0: totally that's, uh,
1: that's what I'm seeing more <laughs> and more of practices using it for in the in the early days when I came out with this, mainly people wanted to just have a loyalty program, which it does that too, right. Um, mm-hmm. But um, like Dr. Brady Frank, uh, by the way, for all you guys listening out there, we just did a case study with Dr. Brady Frank uh, on our website. You can go to boomcloudapps.com and and, and watch that video with me and Dr. Frank. Um, but that's mainly what they use it for. They did like a massive external marketing campaign and then started locking in their patients with their membership program, and then. It obviously generates recurring revenue and increases case acceptance because of that the discounts they're getting. so very cool story there, Kira. Um, so if you were to recommend you know a practice out there that's considering membership programs what like what's the the first thing of what's the first tip you would give them
0: uh, I probably know your numbers a little better than I did just to make great, <laughs> sure you're great. not discounting and giving it away but But then my second tip is make it simple. Make it so Great. easy. Everybody initially wants to say no to membership, right? You go to Target and they say, do you want to sign up? No. Yeah. Everybody wants to say no. So make it so simple and so easy and so just, it like, it's a no-brainer. It yeah. was a no-brainer for patients to sign up for it. made perfect sense. I'm like, you're going to pay me 350 for your cleaning exam and x-rays and you've got to do it in six months again, or you sign up for $300 and you get 20% off of all your treatment.
1: Yeah. So, so make it simple and know your numbers. And the, those that's why I think I like you. The, those are the same things that I would say to people. Um know your numbers, uh know your profit margins, right? And there's calculators mm-hmm. out there. I we even have one on our website that you, that anyone can download that that um allows you to easily, you know, um f- figure out what your profit margins are on, e- on each procedure. So, very very good advice there. Uh, Kira, very cool. So, tell us a little bit about um you're consulting with, with Mark and all of his clients. So you, you travel around, and you help them just with one certain specific thing, or do you help them with everything in their practice?
0: Uh, great question. Um, I, I come about consulting totally uh-huh. with my own. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm going to jump in and just do, right, hey, person? Yeah, yeah. So with consulting, I came up with it because I realized there were – working at Midwestern, there were so many students that I could help as opposed to just helping this one student. And then I met Mark and there's even more people that we can help. And so I do not do a one size fits all for every yeah. office. I literally go in, assess what they need, and then we do custom everything for them. So the biggest thing so i cool. found is is that when we're in the thick of our life, everyone, right, like yeah. Jordan, if you were to come look at my life, you could probably pick up three things in my life that I could be more efficient in. Um, <laughs> And it's because it's an outside perspective that is not emotionally connected and it's not in there day in and day out with you. And so that's what I do. I don't go in with preset ideas of every office needs to have a membership plan or every office needs to have. uh, It it just varies because everyone... It just depends on
1: their situation.
0: It does, right? We're all at different places in our own lives. Some people are so... Just at the basics and we need to get a good solid foundation of accountability. Other people are so far advanced that it's like, let's think of growth and how we can, you know, turn your profit margins and make them even more profitable for you with with having better customer service for your patients. So when I met Mark, Mark I feel has a very similar philosophy for his his clients, right? He does amazing one on one coaching and we're so focused on yeah, individual consulting.
1: So real quick, that was the week the weekend that I was there hanging out mm-hmm. with you guys that was my first tough podcast. yeah and I was I was in awe I was like holy cow he's like the best dental consultant I've ever seen cuz he's not just doing generic stuff he's sitting down and doing what he calls like the hot seats right sitting down with every and you were there in those hot seats with each and every of those practices um, But you guys would sit down and and um, you would just address any weak points that they could be working on, and really help them out. Like it was, there was true dental consulting. Is kind of what I what I call it, right? True dental process, uh, cons- yeah. true dental consulting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So
0: true uh, <laughs> dental Consult- No, and I agree with you. And that's one thing. So when Mark and I met, I felt like we just. He and I blend so well on the core values that we have within our consulting you know yeah. I have the ability to travel I'm really good with practice management and growing Mark is really good at a dentist he's really good at understanding the world he's good at business um, and yeah. oh, yeah. we've got Ashley and Jake so I feel like we make this amazing team that really then gives an all-encompassing value to our consulting clients so you know, and then I have my own aside from Mark that I work with, a bunch yep. of other people doing, but it's it's great because I feel like in the world of consulting, we all, we, I don't know, I have a coach for myself because I want somebody so I. to look, right? We we want yeah. them to look outside of who we are and then to push us to the level that we can become. Yeah. We get stuck a lot of times in our own worlds of, you know, kind of swirling and not being able to see the direction and the vision that we want to go in. And so that's what I love about consulting is my goal, and I'm probably a ridiculous consultant because my goal is <laughs> to not be in offices forever. Right. Um, and that sounds silly because I know a lot of consultants' model is I come out and see you every three months that I want to have these clients that I have for years and years and years. Yeah. And my model, it's probably like, this is probably why I travel so much, is my, my model is I want to teach you how to fish. I want you to be successful in your own practice, and I want to be that support and help that helps you implement because that's the hardest thing for offices we get all these great ideas but the actual implementation is the hardest part so when I go in you have like a you have a massive like I throw you through boot camp and when you leave your head is spinning because I want you to have that stuff implemented and ready to go so you don't have to do it when I leave and so Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how we work with consulting and it's fun and I I'm just so proud of the clients that I have to see their growth that I mean I have clients that never thought they could these over to $3,000 a day and I, I'm not kidding I will schedule them for like a ten dollars or $12,000 a day before I leave and they do it and they right. do it really well and they see that there's potential and they rise to that level that they didn't believe that they could hit so it's really fun and that's what I get that's what I get excited about when I see consulting and helping all these people hit that potential that they want to hit
1: Yeah, no, really, that's why I really like um, what you're doing, what Mark's doing, what, what all that group there is doing. I think it's a really cool thing in the industry. And uh, just seeing you up up there working with individual with every practice and helping them with with you know what they can improve, I thought that was just so cool over the weekend. Mark Mark came to me and he's like, "Hopefully you weren't too bored." I'm like, "Dude, I, I just like business, and th- it was entertaining <laughs> to me, right? It was like exactly. Yeah, it was very entertaining to me because I, I I love business, so and I love I love helping people improve business. So it was fun watching you guys up there. Um, so tell us about your dental placement, or first of all. I forgot to ask you a question. How did you even meet Mark?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good question. Yeah. Um, so Mark and I we met because my so when I was working in Colorado, I met a really awesome friend in an implant course that I was in. And so when I left Colorado when my husband finished residency, I called up my friend who was in Hood River, Oregon, and I said, you know, Justin, like, can I just come and like? Oh, that was Justin that I met
1: over the weekend. Right? Justin Schmidt. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah okay. So
0: Justin's I awesome. asked him if I could just. Literally, like, I almost begged him to just let me come in and try. Because I was like, I was just super successful in Colorado, and now I want to try a totally different model in a different state. Like, Oregon, their state laws are out of control. Oh, yeah. So, I'm like, I want to see if I can do this in Oregon and see if I've got a knack for it before I go and offer it to all the students that I was helping. Mm -hmm. So, Justin let me come in, and, you know, we turned his practice literally overnight into very successful. Mark caught wind of the numbers, saw what had changed, and in January... There was a mastermind group and Justin asked Mark, he said, Hey, you know, I there are two it's you and another consultant. Do you mind if I bring her and introduce you? I think she could really be possibly an added value to you, Mark. And Mark was super nice and let me come and I gotta experience a mastermind like you did, Jordan. And Mark and I talked for about ten minutes. Um I went to a blues karaoke, which is totally not in my comfort zone <laughs> whatsoever, but I a hundred percent wanted to show that I was like interested in network on it. Um <laughs> so I went to it until I felt like I don't drink and I was like, oh, they've drank enough that they won't really remember me leaving and that's when I left. <laughs> yeah, <so>. yeah, yep. <laughs> um, but where can I we. I feel your prevent. pain there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we chatted for about ten minutes and then two days later he he called me and said, You don't care, I was really impressed and I really would love to work with you and we You know, we we went into the dental consulting. I also became regional manager for him, and we started partnering in on practices. And then about a month later, the dean of Midwestern, so in April of this year, Dr. Smith called me and was like, hey, Kira, you know, I really think that we need to find something to do to help our students that are graduating find jobs. So I had the the associate base and I didn't know what to do for the dental. I needed offices. So I called Mark and I said, Mark, I've got this idea to start a recruiting company. What do you think about, you know, launching it on your podcast, letting people know so I can get these amazing associates connected with amazing offices? And that's wow. how dental placement. So pros was created. So it really has been this so like evolving cool. story between us. It's been isn't, a really fun day. Yeah, isn't it
1: amazing how things evolve? I, I, I look back at just kind of how, how like I started. I'm like, man. So it's so crazy how just things happen and then it, and right. then it works out, right? So it's exactly, so cool. yep. So dental placement pros, tell us a little bit more about about how you help pre- uh, uh, people find jo- jobs in the dental industry.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So what we do is we work with amazing offices. I only work with private practices and like DSO. So okay. those are the practices that I work with, and we we screen our offices because my philosophy on dental placement pros is I know what it's like to work in a dental office, and yeah. I do not want replacing people that aren't in great offices so I only work with the best of the best how do
1: you you find how do you find the best offices and how do you sorry I didn't mean to cut you off (laughs) how do you find the best the best offices and how do you find the best uh, employees to like match those offices is there is there a system that you follow there
0: yeah so thankfully I work with Mark and like other people that refer in I I seek out people that are going to attract the clientele that I want right Mark has an amazing culture our whole DSI family has an amazing culture. Just like Dr. Smith at Midwestern, the culture. So I really fine tune. I purposely will seek out schools for associates that have the Midwestern model, right? The students who graduate from Midwestern I think are amazing, they come out with Invisalign, they come out with implants, they come out with um, molar endo that they can do all of them have done seric and cad cam like their skill set is impressive can and they that's dentures? what people want
1: <laughs> can they do dentures? <laughs> right absolutely they can awesome. dentures are such yeah, a pain such though. a pain yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i recommend you just hire dentures um, but they so then i purposely will only work with schools that have that same curriculum dr smith has implemented that in a few schools Very nationwide cool. so i purposely target those schools and those associates so you vet, and you then vet
1: everybody Very cool.
0: Exactly. And then the offices are coming from people that already have that culture. And then when we interview and we talk to offices, we make sure that what goes on is really the type of office that we'd want to work in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have had some offices that we find out, you know, once somebody goes into interview... The office is portrayed very differently in real life than it was over the phone. And at that point, that's when we do um, like a
1: vetting process or something. We do
0: a vetting, exactly. So we, I really do strive hard to pride ourselves on, like, we only hire the best of the best. When we interview, we reference check. We make sure we do all of our background on our, our end. And, yes, sometimes people slip through on yep. both oh ends, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of it happens course, with but- any
1: type of business. <laughs>
0: But we really, I try really hard, just because I know what it's like to hire. I know what it's like to work in offices, and that's when I decided if I'm going to do this recruiting service, I want us to be completely different than other recruiting services out there. I don't want to just send in anybody that applies. I want to make sure that people are getting high quality candidates from us.
1: Very cool. How a thought just ran through my mind because so I started my company from scratch, right, a startup, mm-hmm. and um, and I have now eight employees. How – when you help a practice that is like a startup, how does a hiring process go? I've, I've always wondered that because there's mm-hmm. – I would imagine there's a lot of overhead and, like, I'm guessing they're using a percentage-based budget like I did to figure out when they can hire people and things like that. How mm-hmm. – uh, and, and this is more, I guess, more on the consulting end, mixed with your dental placement pro end, right? <laughs> how, exactly. How, yep. does a, how does a practice that's just starting out um, figure out how – who they can hire, and how much they can pay them, and things like that. Those details.
0: (laughs) Those are good details, and I think it's, you have two models on that one. One Uh model is, I'm going to focus on the pennies, and I'm going to focus on what I can afford, and what I can do, and I'm going to find somebody who fits that avatar. Uh Another model is, I know the growth of where I want my practice, so I'm going to like uh, bite the bullet, and like get somebody who's a little more expensive with the hope and potential that it's going to grow. And at that point, we put them on like a 90 day review of goals that need to be met in order to afford that person. So kind of two different models. Um, I am obviously in favor of getting the one that you need that will grow your practice. Mm -hmm. I am a huge believer that you invest in good quality people, you will receive good quality results. And so like within Dental Placement Pros, it was a scratch startup. And I brought someone in who's absolutely amazing. And yes, it was kind of that scary, like, can I really afford this? And at the time, no, I could not afford them. But I knew it. Just like my friend in Colorado, she could not afford me. But she brought me in. I took the bait and we grew her practice. I remember there was a day when her and I, we were startup. We could not afford an an ETA. We couldn't afford an amazing treatment coordinator. And I finally said, like, look, this is how much this person is. And she's like, here, we can't afford it. And I said, give me one month. And if we don't hit our profit margins in that one month, fine. We can terminate them and we can bring somebody else in. And we brought that person I love in, in our practice.
1: I love the scrappiness. I love the scrappiness. I really love it. it. <laughs> that's
0: just how I roll
1: no that, I mean that's how I roll too I'm a very scrappy entrepreneur and I'm like I'm just let's just do it so that, that's so cool it's very, very cool
0: yeah so that's what I would say and it, honestly both models work well I'm yeah. just obviously partial to I think it's because when you believe and you know something's going to happen you create it and you're able absolutely. to make it happen
1: absolutely so. no that's I mean that's great great advice there Kira and I think so do you have any closing thoughts before I share your information what what are what are some if if someone's going to leave here from this episode today, what what are some important things they can learn? I'm or you want to asked. go with that, yeah yeah
0: uh, yeah. um throughout everything that i've I've learned, we've talked about, I think that they all kind of have a theme, right? We talked yeah. about the membership plan. We talked about. Doing the consulting company, we talked about dental placement pros, and my theme that I felt through all of them, right, I was in different phases of my life that yeah. I want to really just impress upon people is, and like even listening to your story, sorry, Jordan, of how you created BoomCloud is, I I truly believe that we all have greatness within us, and sometimes we're so scared to tap into that greatness because we're afraid of where it's going to lead us or oh, yeah. how we're going to fail. And yeah, oh, so yeah. I think my, ah. my closing, my closing <laughs> thought on all of it is, like, don't be afraid to be you. Don't be afraid to be authentic. And don't be afraid to do things a little out of the ordinary to create greatness because it's in you. And when you tap into that greatness, amazing things emerge greater than you ever could have imagined. But you literally have to take that first step so, whether it's, you know, I've been thinking about the membership program, like, try it. Believe in it and, like, put everything you have into it and watch it flourish. Yeah. If it's, you know, I've been thinking about doing a startup. Now, obviously, be smart with these decisions. I'm not giving bad yeah, advice. to Just yeah. go and jump. But, truly, like, there's so much that we have the capacity to do that I feel I watch clients all the time that I consult with and they're their own limiting factor. Yeah. And, like, if you would just take that one little step, like, whatever it is. so either that means, like, today I'm going to go try a different flavor of ice cream and push myself out of the realm of normalcy. But when you start to see your your world not as that normal complacent, that's when the magic happens, right? They say there our comfort zones in one spot and the magic happens outside of that. So that would be my closing thoughts of, no, like, I, truly, go it's ahead, all sir. there, right? It's, it's yeah. all there. They, no. You just need to push yourself to it and you'll see the magic happen.
1: I'm so glad you, 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 you said that because I'm such a big believer in exactly what you just said there because just a bit of of my story of I jumped right uh, to start BoomCloud and it was hard because um, I was managing the dental lab at the time and dental labs are very hard to manage (laughs) and uh, (laughs) they're very challenging and uh, especially with the the changes and and I remember my dad came to me because he was the owner of it and said I can't I can't pay anybody we're we're uh, having some challenges here and I'm like, oh, crap, do I just stay on this and, and figure it out, or should I just jump and just start my own journey? And that's exactly what I did. And it's been better than I ever imagined. Um, and obviously, it's not; it has, we've had challenges, and, and everyone's going to continue to have challenges. But if you, if you do exactly what Kira just said there and, and, and get out of your comfort zone, I think that's going to be one of the best things that, that anyone could ever do in, in their career. Um, so thanks for that, Kira. Yeah, so, definitely. if people want to hire you as a dental consultant or use Dental Placement Pros, what are the best ways they could find you and, and learn more from, from you?
0: Absolutely, thanks. Um, so, for consulting, there, you can reach out either way. My, you can contact me or you can go to the website. It's com, or you can go to Dental Placement Pros com. Either one of those will work. Um, and Jordan, feel free to share any of my contact information in the show notes as well. Yeah, I'll do. But that. we're we're all about helping you out, vetting to see if we're a good fit for you. You're a good fit for us. Um, we do free consults all the time. So give us a call cool. if you're thinking about it. Like just. Just call. There there's absolutely you know, it's easy. It's that easy talk to people. It's that easy, right? Just like with you, Jordan, right? Yeah. If you think of memberships, just yeah. do it. Like they're amazing. Just, I can't talk call, about yeah. memberships
1: enough. But just call. Just
0: call, right? I feel just like call. we're doing
1: that But if you call now no. <laughs> But if you call now, you'll <laughs> you'll get Jordan yeah, yeah. too. <laughs> you'll get me. <laughs> Jordan. Very cool. Very so, cool. Awesome. So no, but really, thank, Tara, you. thank you so much for the information shared and, and, and telling your story here. I, I hope it benefits a lot of practices out there that are listening to us here and everyone else out there i'm so glad you you guys listen to our show i hope you guys have a wonderful day listen to uh, kira's advice and uh and send her an email or give her a phone call if you have any questions or want to use her services so thanks so much kira for coming on our show and uh, i hope you guys have a great day